Hey, how are you? This is uh, Kevin Butler for the Butler Time Podcast. And this would be my first podcast. So I hope you guys enjoy it. And, you know, keep tuning in week to week. I'm going to be doing these every weekend. Um, maybe eventually I'll figure out a day that you can look forward to. But um, right now, you know, I'm just just trying to get it done. So, a um, little about myself. I'm a, uh, you know, I'm just a uh, white man, cis white male, you know, the enemy of the state right now, who uh, lives in Milwaukee. I'm from Illinois, but I moved to New York for like 10 years. And then I moved back to Illinois, and then, honestly, I moved to Milwaukee for this bitch of a woman, this devil woman, who ended up, you know, being a bitch, to be honest. But uh, then I kind of just stayed here, because I grew, I grew a liking to it, you know, it's a nice, it's a city with a small town feel, and I think it's a totally underrated city, although... Like any city, there's that fucking pride when, you know, people in every city think they're the goddamn greatest city in the world, you know? Like, yeah, there's good parts to every city, but let's calm down. You're not that sick. Like, Milwaukee just thinks, oh, we invented beer, bro. We invented the beer. We named our baseball team the Brewers. Like, <laughs> Jesus, you know? Um, so, I'm, you know, I've honestly been thinking about leaving a little bit. I just, some of these people here getting on my damn nerves. And, um, hold on, let me take some sip of this this, this uh, coffee. I put a little hot, choc- hot cocoa in to get that sugar rush, too, you know? You know what I mean? Yeah, after Halloween, too, like, even the coffee got candy in it, you know? They passing out candy coffees. And as a matter of a fact, there are these little, uh, my apartment building has this little, little, like, uh, marketplace thing in the bot on the first floor, and they sell these chalk, small chocolates that are caffeinated. They have the equivalent of half a cup of Joe in caffeine. And uh, I forget the brand name. There's a little owl on it, though. Which I'm not really sure what that's getting at. But um, I'm not sure if it works because every time I eat it, I drink coffee with it. But, you know, it tastes good. It's got caramel in the middle. And, uh, yeah, it's probably a little crack cocaine or something, but... You know, it's pretty good. Good shit. Um, I'm sitting here watching uh, that ESPN, uh, what's it called? Basketball, a love story. And damn, this shit is incredible, man. You know, I've I've always been, um, I'm a real sucker for those sports documentaries. They'll make me cry. You know, I just, I just fucking love them, dude. I don't. I honestly, bro, I haven't even really been watching movies lately because 
I work a lot. I work probably 60, 70 hours a week every week. But um, when I, I watch sports all the time. I watch sports fucking, I'll put the, I'll put my goddamn phone on one of those clip things on the dashboard of my car and have the game on while I'm driving around. You know? It's like, kind of like I'm a rapper with the, with the uh, TVs in the seats, except um, I got a cracked iPhone instead. And I have an air cl- a clip that goes onto my vent, so I really can't control my temperature at the same time. But, uh, <laughs> you know, it works. It works. Um, but, damn, I've learned a lot of shit from here. I mean, did you know Kareem Abdul, or, uh, yeah, Abdul-Jabbar, his name? I mean, of course, I kind of assumed that wasn't his name. Kind of like Ali and Cassius Clay. But this man's name was uh, Lou... Lou... Uh, you know what, I'm going to look this up just so I don't sound like an asshole here. It's like Alziri or... Ah, damn it. Yeah, you guys are going to have to sit here and listen to me look this up now. But... Um, damn, yeah, for... Ferdinand Lewis Alcindor Jr. What the fuck? Did anyone anyone know that? Um But you know, he's a little creepy looking now, but man, they were showing him as a kid. He was on the uh, Ed Sullivan show just towering over people. And they had the other other um up and coming ballers on there with him. And um the funny thing is, he said that he was trying to decide to play baseball, but then he saw a thing about the whole. Uh, he saw a movie about the Harlem Globetrotters, which is <laughs> funny that back then the Globetrotters were that sick that people were like, you know, I might just be a Globetrotter. Fuck the NBA, you know. I mean, NBA was not that big. Um, I saw in here, dude. Fucking, they didn't even have like a union or anything. And then this one man, um, I forget his name too, man. I'm I'm a real asshole, you know. But he was an up and coming baller. Um, they say could have been the best ever, even Bill Russell, like status. And he took a fall as he was he played on Cincinnati. They had a team back then. He took a hard fall. He finished the game. Then he played the game the next day. Then he gets on a plane. And as he's on the plane, he just goes into a coma. And this man, they, um, he could, he was paralyzed when he woke up, man. Couldn't talk, you know, but he, his mind was there, which was, you know, I don't know if that's almost worse, that your mind is still there. But he, you know, he knew everything. Like, people would talk about games, and he would smile at appropriate parts, you know. Um, And apparently, he was fucked, because there was no... They were basically independent contractors back then. So he didn't get get any kind of funds of any kind 
when this happened, he was he was just screwed, and his he came from humble beginnings, so his family couldn't afford it. So um, a man on his team, a white man too, because this uh, guy that fell was an African American man, gentleman. Um, so which really shows, you know, sports brings people together. I don't care, you know, people hate on sports. They say it's all fucking. Um, you want to say it's so primitive and all this stupid shit. You know, sports brings people together. And there's a lot of parallels with sports in the real life. Even the workplace. It's teamwork. You know, um, competition. Um, and there's rules to the game. So it teaches you proper competition. Unlike some of these assholes in the workplace that might do some sketchy shit just to get... You know, one up on on the next man. Um, but anyway, this boy, this man took it upon himself to take care of the the, the fallen baller. And um, apparently the medical bills cost like a hundred grand a year back then. And this was like the 60s. So he was taking care of him, trying to get him physical therapy to at least, you know, be able to do something. And then they were going to play an all-star game. And they decided, you know what? We're not playing unless we get unionized, unless we get benefits. And the NBA commissioner at the time was all pissed. This was the first broadcasted all-star game. And it was going to be a huge deal. You know, the NBA was starting to be household names. And uh, so... The players decide we're not coming out of this locker room until you agree to give us, you know, give us benefits and make us a real, uh, this a real job, you know. And we're not just fucking circus clowns here entertaining you. This is a job. So they say, hell no. You know, they do that old man art of the deal shit. They said, fuck no. And then, um, it's getting minutes before playing time, and this is on live TV. And there's, they said, still they're not coming out. And in fact, um, I believe it was, well, Elgin Baylor was there for sure. Um, I think it was Bill Russell, or one of those boys, told the commissioner, "Then fuck you." <laughs> and you know, oh, they love telling that story. You know when they show the old athletes. Reminiscing about the about the old days, and they tell a story like that, and then Bill said, "Fuck you," and then they just fucking die laughing. Like that is, you know, that's a story. They love telling those stories, man. It's like watching your your grandpa. But uh, so yeah, apparently the commissioner said, "Fine, man, we'll give you the fucking deal." So they played, and um, if it wasn't for that, man. You know, a lot of these players would be in a different place. And, you know, that's what makes me respect shit like Le'Veon Bell, who I did draft, and he fucked over my fantasy team. But you know what? I would have never gotten James Conner if I didn't draft Bell and kind of know what was going on. So I essentially drafted James Conner, which worked out because I'm killing it in that league. Um... and maybe he'll, Bell will come back. You never know. I'm kind of afraid if he does come back because then I don't know who to play. Uh, but, yeah, you know, you got to respect 
you know, these guys, yeah, they entertain us, but they're they're humans, man. You know, they got their own thing going on. You can't just expect. I mean, look at uh, I think it's Earl Thomas from the Seahawks who broke his leg and flicked off the team as he was being carted off because he never got his money. And that's why, you know? Um, it is kind of sickening, man. Uh, so I'm all for the players being able to express themselves and, um, you know, look out for themselves. Um, I know football is a little different. Football is pretty military-esque, and it kind of has to be. You know, it's a very team sport, um, coached sport, discipline. Um, there are, are stars, but it's not like basketball where one man, you just give him the ball and he runs it, you know. Um, you need the whole team. And you need to be disciplined on how you execute in the, in um, the NFL. But anyway, that was uh, my thoughts on that, man. Um, what else did I see on here? You know, oh, it was pretty sickening to see. Uh, so Abdul Jabbar goes to uh, is trying to decide what college to go to, and. He was saying how back then, man, like, dude, you'd go to, he was in class, and there was a white lady just shaking, and he said, hey, what's wrong with you, you know, and she said, you, like, she was that afraid of just a large black man, and I mean, he is a large man, but, you know, I don't think her fear had anything to do with his, his size, to be honest, um, but, you know, and I'm surprised that lady didn't say uh, he raped her, you know. And then back then, we would have said, well, yeah, back then and now, we would have said believe all women, you know. Um, and some of you might be mad at me for saying that. But that's just to show you that sometimes there's more to the story. And I hate that we don't take things case by case. We just have this broad scale of... Um. Yeah, you know, men do terrible shit. All men suck. You know, humans are humans. Women suck too. They suck. They'll lie. Hell, um, I saw an Ohio State athlete. His rape accuser just came out and said, "I lied about the whole thing. I'm sorry." And you know what happened to her? Nothing. This man's life is ruined. I mean, his name's ruined forever. Because the media blows up when something like that, when someone's accused. But you think the media is going to have a big story like, oh, she lied. Um, please forgive this man. Hell no. And some people might not even see that part of the story. Some people, and even if they did, you know, once you're accused of something like that, there's this whole thing when people think, well... You know, something happened or um, he put himself in that situation or where there's smoke, there's fire. I mean, his name's tainted forever. I'm, it's, it's a really messed up thing. Um, 
And I think, man, I think we've just gone too far in this country with that stuff. You know, the internet and the media makes it look like the world is just chaos. But, and there are terrible things that happen. But if you just go out and interact with humans, human to human contact, you'd see that, you know, we're still very connected. Just quit looking at your fucking phone and have a conversation with someone. Um. Yeah, you know, we're still here People are still here And I don't know, man But it was it was pretty disturbing to hear that about uh, back then I mean, there was some real racism back then, man I don't know how those guys put up with it Um. What was the other thing the man was saying? Um, you know, he got a lot of shit just for recruiting black players um, the coach did. Um, they had, oh, yeah, the NBA eventually banned dunking. Well, not the NBA, sorry, the NCAA banned dunking. And then Al- Abdul Jabbar came out saying that it was racist because, y- yeah, it was racist because it was because that man was. Fucking up these smaller white boys Dunking on them Posterizing them And they didn't like that You know So they decided Man don't We can't have dunking Because then the black athletes Are gonna kill it So they banned Fucking Dunking Come on son <laughs> um, Just absurd um, And you know That I mean that's I don't know, man. I'm. It was crazy time back then, and you know what? I also, in watching this, really shows you that sports did help break down racism, because it was on display and showed that not only are we equal, but hell, man, white people are inferior in a lot of ways athletically. And, I mean, that's not always the case. I'm just saying, um, you know, most of the time, I mean, I find myself in the NBA, if, I see, if, if I'm doing FanDuel or, um, you know, playing as a team in NBA 2K, I'm not playing as the white man. Hell, I don't want my team to draft a white player because I think, hell yeah, he may be good. But is he going to be good for that long? Probably not. And, you know, that might be a little racist of me. But it's just, you know, some things is just being honest, you know. Um, and I've been proven wrong many a times. Uh, I actually think that Luka Don- Doncic, man, is going to be is going to be like the next Dirk. He he looks nasty, but you never know. You you do you you never know. Um, yeah, I don't know about what I just said. I might get old. People might not like that one. But uh, <laughs> what else? What else I got for you? Um, I got myself in a little trouble uh, talking shit about ESPN's Bomani Jones on Twitter. You know that guy. 
the bald dude that always talks like, hey, and uh, I, you know, if that was me, someone would have had to throw hands. I would have thrown hands. And he's just, he's a fucking Muppet, man. That guy was on there saying, with the whole Chris Paul and Rondo thing, that if someone spit on him, he would have kicked their ass. Like, dude, Bomani Jones, shut your bitch ass up. You wouldn't have done shit. And I made a little tweet at him, which he blocked me on Twitter for. Before, because my profile picture doesn't have my face, he said, Oh, are you too ugly to show your face? What kind of childish bullshit was that, by the way? But yeah, he had a whole gang of dudes coming at me. Just ripping on me. It's like, dude... If you're on Twitter defending Bomani Jones, a fucking, literally just a sports reporter, not even like a real famous one, you need to get your life together, dude. <laughs> and, you know, to be real about it, I think a lot of it had to do with uh, race. I think people thought, here's a white boy coming after Bomani Jones. Uh, but no, I just thought, he was being a fucking pussy. Like, yeah, he would have really started throwing hands. You know, let's be real, dude. Don't be don't be playing yourself up like you're fucking Roy Jones Jr. You're Bomani Jones. Um I don't know, dude. That was that was pretty wild. But um some other things that I have on my mind here, guys. I've been seeing a lot of, seeing a lot of uh, ladies and and men with uh, spray painted hairlines. You ever see that? I mean, is that not just the worst look ever? You spray painted your hairline. I mean, I mean, I don't know if they really use spray paint, but it sure looks like they did. That kind of like when you put the. Looks like they did a cardboard cutout so that the lines are smooth and they kind of put it around their head. But I saw a uh, African American lady as a security guard with spray paint. She, you know, she had the dreads um, and the side cut, but then she had spray painted kind of like a like a lineup so that it looked fresher. But it just she. You know, she kind of looked like a clown. Um, and I, I mean, I don't mean to disrespect, but I mean, let's just, let's just be real. Let's just, you know, it's like balding men. If you're starting to bald, bro, you know, shut it down. Get out. You got to get out, man. Don't be, uh, you kind of just look silly when you fight stuff like that. Or just try a different do. You know, try a different cut. You know, Jack Nicholson looked. You know, he had that fucking hanging on to his hair for a while. And, you know, that was his thing. Uh, he didn't spray paint the bald spot white or some shit. Um, I don't know. I just thought. But the, the thing about those security guards, dude, they cannot stand being. They literally just sit there on their phone, like pretending they're doing something. I mean, you literally sit there all day, and one of my jobs is I deliver food, okay? Yeah, I know. Um, 
these people will be so mad if you come in and ask them anything, really. If you say, hey, do you happen to know this person? Or, like, could you help me? They're just like, yeah, you have to call them. Dude, they fucking hate it. One man I knew was coming downstairs already, so I said to the guard, hey, I got a couple other deliveries. Do you mind if I just leave this here? Um, He's on his way down, but it's a big office building, so I didn't know how long he was going to take. And she says, no, 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 you ain't leaving that with me because I'm not going to be responsible for it. Responsible for it, dude. You're a security guard. You're responsible for a whole fucking building. You can't handle making sure no one takes that food? Come on. Good God, dude. Uh, Yeah, that really irked me, man. Really irked me. Uh, What else, man? You know, I got work kind of soon, so kind of rushing on this podcast, but I just wanted to get it out there, you know, get, see if there's any interest in the kind of shit I say, man, I, I'm just, I'm talking a little too fast, but, um, had a friend tell me, uh, had a friend tell me he, uh, ate, ate some ass while his, uh, lady was baking cookies the other day. Um, I, and, and, you know, naturally I told him that's a sure case way of getting salmonella. Um, and that's a real story. I, I'm not making that up just to make a salmonella joke. This really happened. This young man, young lady, you know, they want a little appetizer before their cookies. So they tried to, um, they decided to kind of look at each other's buttholes, do a little, little ass eating, um, you know, you know, some people get sensual that way, I'm, who am I to judge, to be honest, but, uh, it just didn't really sound healthy or, uh, clean to me, but, hey, I don't know, man, I, I, I'm not, who am I to judge, you know, um, what else, guys? You ever see uh, these drag queens? Think you know, um, kind of thing. I think about these drag queens. Is if I was a female, I might be a little offended by the way they um, do their makeup, the exaggeration. Um, it's almost like, like, no, we don't look like that. You know, like, what are you doing? Like, I, I don't know. Is it a joke to them? Is be, is trying to look like a female a joke that you're going to have this goddamn triangular, uh, eyebrow pattern above your, above your eyes? It's like, kind of reminds me of, um. When I see a, um, a lesbian gal who uh, dresses like, you know, what one would say is dressed like a man. You know, I know dressing like a man shouldn't really be a phrase, but, you know, they wear the boots, uh, maybe a flannel. Um, 
but as a man, I think, you know, like, no, dude, we don't, we don't do that. We don't do that all at once, you know, we're a little more subtle, you know, we're not really that put together, to be honest, we don't think things through that clearly, um, so that's just, I would just think that's how females think when they see a drag queen, like, almost offended, but maybe not, you know, people are weird, I think some people might think I'm a drag queen, or a, some kind of a lesbian with my haircut, um, I had a, I have a, a Greek friend, he's actually from Cyprus, which is, you know, it's kind of like Sicily in Italy, you know, they get, they're very prideful of being from Cyprus, but this boy, every time I would shave my beard in college, cut my hair, he'd say I looked like a lesbian, and you know what, I honestly kind of did, I got very feminine features, it's kind of why I keep the beard, um, I also had ear gauges back then, so that didn't help too much. But uh, I'm, I may have also had a little bit of man titties. Um, you know, some boys just we got a little extra meat around the around the areola, um, and that could be genetics. That could be uh, you know drinking a lot of milk, soy, cheeses. Wisconsin cheeses, um, which I try to cut out, you know, I'm kind of one of those, um, kind of one of those gentlemen who likes to eat meat and vegetables and fruit, but you know, I slip up all the time, get in on those carbs, carbs are hard to avoid, man, especially when you're poor, carbs, you know, they're out there, they're, they're just, you walk by, yo, I'm cheap, I'm filling, and bruh, I taste delicious. And you gotta, you you know, you gotta stop. You gotta think, hey, hey man, I could get a banana. They got carbs too, but they're healthier, and my body's gonna run a little better. And they're still filling. And the potassium might help me out, you know? Um feeling a little sluggish and all that but uh what else guys I've been really trying to you know be an athletic man lately doing a lot of running you know I've been running a lot because I hate running and when you hate something I believe that's when you should do it more because that you know that that's your body telling you we know this is good but this fucking sucks so you gotta fight through that and, um, so yeah, I've been running daily on the incline, playing some ball. Um, I'm a big hockey guy, but I just, it's hard to get out there to the rink. Um, but me and some, some pals here in Milwaukee, we had a little fight last night, you know, real estrogen filled fight. You know, these boys kind of just came at me, you know, I, sometimes I think, I think, I you know I'm Italian. I like to fuck with people. I like to bust balls, um, and people take it the wrong way sometimes. They get real in their feelings. But the truth is, is I wouldn't bust your balls unless I, if I didn't like you, I would just ignore you. Um, 
but these boys think that I think I'm better than everyone and that I think my way is right all the time and honestly who doesn't think their way is right who why would you do things the way you do unless you thought it was right um it's kind of just silly but these boys came at me you know they it was a real menstrual show they came at me they were just you know calling me trash calling me uh calling me a loser um and let me remind me remind you these boys one works at a uh, local grocery store they ain't they ain't nothing special you know they're just hating um but it was a heated argument and it really made me think about about friends you know you got to be careful who you let close to you cuz one of these kids i thought was my homie we hung out all the time we had some deep conversations. I was always there for him. I always stuck up for him. Never said anything behind his back. And then here we are, and he's telling me that I'm a terrible person. That I'm a bad person. Man, I haven't ever done a bad thing to someone I like. I'm a loyal man, and it kind of hurt me. It insulted me. And when I asked, why am I a bad person? What have I done? You know, he had no answers. He wants to, you know, he just doesn't get it. I don't, I don't know, man. But people just, you know, be, be uh, selective with who you get close to. Because it's a dog-eat-dog world out there, you know. People, people kind of use you. And then they'll abuse you straight up. Um, and I'm a kind, I, you know, I take pride on my um, compassion. Um, so it did bother me a little bit. You know, I had a, I had a severely handicapped brother as, um, who passed away about, jeez, Man, it's been a long time now. It's been... Probably like 13 years or more, but um, more than 13 years, actually, Jesus. Um, and I don't like to even think about it. I don't like to think how long it's been, you know? That might sound like I don't care, but, the, you know, I just don't want to think about it. Um, it was traumatic. It was, you know, he passed in our home, and um, it's just not... Some memories I like to reflect on. Um, it's a really hard time for a family, you know, seeing my mom at the time. You know, my dad picked me up from school, and I was excited. I thought, hey, I'm getting out of school. Then I kind of noticed this man didn't look like we were going to Six Flags or anything. And my brother was kind of getting worse he needed a feeding tube at the time and then it kind of hit me as a young boy I said oh is it, you know is it Danny and um said yeah and, you know I drove up to the house it was really rough you know I watched my grandmother I think it triggered her Alzheimer's she kept uh she kept uh, it was almost like Groundhog Day she would ask what happened and I would tell her and then she'd cry as if she just found out what happened. Then all of a sudden, a couple minutes later, she'd say, Kevin, what happened? And I'd tell her again. 
and the same thing over and over again. And then that kind of made me have to keep reliving it. And, you know, it was tough. And my grandma had just lost her husband about a month prior. It was a tough time for the family, but, you know, that, along with these friends I'm talking about, that's why family is what's important. And I think as Americans, we're forgetting that. And we like the we like to shit on our family or say our family is, uh, you know, when you're a rebel youngin, you say my family's the reason this country sucks. Uh, my family voted for Trump. All this bullshit. And, you know, to stop trying to be a rebel. Because these people that you're trying to be accepted by, they don't give a fuck about you, man. And you're going to learn that eventually. And then you're going to think, damn, family was the only ones I really had. The only ones that would never just forget about me. And then sometimes it's too late. Or then you feel guilty about everything. But, uh, yeah, man. So, just family. Family's good shit. I'm actually... I get to pick up my daughter tomorrow morning. I don't, at, at the current moment, don't get to see too much because of um, some fuge with the baby mama, which, you know, it's getting better. I think we're going to be able to co-parent, but um, I'm very excited to get to bring her home to Illinois and uh, for my sister's birthday and just all, you know, sit around, watch the Bears game, just be a family and you know, those are those times, they're just irreplaceable, they really are, and um, I hope more people embrace those situations, you know, get off the internet, um, we, we, we think, oh, where I am sucks, but on the internet, I found this little niche group that's just like me, but man, that's the internet. These people are on the internet. And honestly, if you met them in real life, they might suck too, bro. You ain't who you really are on the internet. Just go outside and experience real people. We all have more in common than you even know. Not everyone is perfect. Not everyone has everything in common. But you should respect that about them. That's true acceptance. Um... So yeah, man, what else do I have to say here? I'm about to have to take off, guys. Um, it, was a, it was a pleasure being able to talk a little bit. Um, hope I can do this again soon, and I hope hope you guys enjoyed it at least a little bit. You know, I think I was a little scatterbrained today. I'm a little nervous, to be honest. Um, I just haven't done this Uh but it's something I'm passionate about. I'm kind of, you know, I just want to talk about some positive things, be a positive influence in this world today, instead of all these um, clickbait kind of ridiculous spins you see in the news. You know, um, people love, you know, we used to love stars, people rising up like American Idol. And now we love to watch the stars fall. Man makes one slip up. He says one bad thing. 
And we want to discredit his whole life. We want to say, all right, fuck it. Let's watch this man lose his job, his life, his wife, his kids. Fuck this man. Back to being a normal person, loser. Like, come on, man. Like, you've never done anything wrong. Especially these young people. Young people don't even have fully developed brains yet. Cut them a break. If I talk to the young me, I'm 28. If I talk to 20-year-old me right now, I'd slap him in the face. Granted, he probably would kick my ass, but... You know, I would slap him in the face. I might even give him a little kick to the ball bag. Um... Yeah, man. Straight up. That that ain't even no joke. I might actually do that. Just trying to breathe here, man. Just trying to breathe. Um... So yeah, I'm excited. I don't know what you guys did for Halloween, but you know, it's a beautiful time of the year. See people dressing up, um, just kind of letting loose, you know. Um, maybe I'll talk some sports next time. Um, a big, uh, big Browns fan. Big Bears fan. I love me some Tom Brady. And I love me the Toronto Maple Leafs. Gang, gang. Okay? Leafs. All day. Austin Matthews. Mitch Marner. We coming for the cup this year. They've been my team just since I was a little kid. Because that douchebag owner in Chicago wouldn't put the home games on TV. Because he thought, oh, then people would go to the games. Instead, people were like, who the fuck are the Blackhawks? You know? Fucking. Some of these people in power, I don't know how they got there. Um, Yep. So, uh, I'm going to take off, guys. It It was a pleasure. I'm kind of stumbling here because I know there's something I forgot to bring up that I was interested in mentioning. Um, but, you know, I'll remember. I'll, uh, I'll throw it on for you guys. And, um, yeah, have a good week. I'll uh, talk to you all soon. Later.